I got a, I got a problem. I'm very angry about something. What's your problem? I don't care for the decisions that YouTube makes. And the biggest one right now, the biggest problem with YouTube, is if I type in Hanson, I have to scroll past the garbage stuff they did as kids before I can find the good music they made as adults. And it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Thinking about something should be the top result, not the fourth. Well, see, if you want it to be the top result, all you've got to do is, like, um, make, like, a video aimed at children with some, like, dancing sharks and put that Hanson song in the background because then Kid YouTube will just, like, game the algorithm and, like, that song you want will get up to the top of uh, your search results. I don't... Joker, Elsa, <sighs> Hanson. <laughs> then... <laughs> I don't want to rely on children for anything. Let them do the, the legwork for that, you. That makes them think that they have a purpose. Well, see, and they're use. too young to know they're being they're being used for your purposes. You get all of the, the free legwork and none of the them thinking they have power. It's child labor. All right, so last we left this adventure, there were high stakes, high drama. A lot changed. Objectivist finally got a body. Uh, the team learned how they can survive on the sun by coming ethereal. Uh, uh, my brain just turned off. Oops. Yeah, Subjectivists lost the isolation powers, which were keeping the team safe from the people hunting them. So now they have to race against time as they are hunted down to get to the sun to save Olivia, to save the galaxy. It's a big, dramatic climax to everything that we've been building up to. So it's a good week mm -hmm. for Lauren Morgan to get deathly ill. And tell us to go fuck ourselves. See, normally we would just go, okay, just, you know, power through. Your character will just have a bit of a hoarse voice this week. But I don't think we can have no voice Lauren on the episode where Sasha gets to meet Mothman. Because that would just, like, unfairly play down her ability to get hype about about cute moths. I tried, to, I tried to bully her into it. I was like, no, you're so excited. You shattered yourself hoarse. And she's like, this is my <laughs> moment. Take this away from me. Yeah. Lauren's all about that. She's all about not helping out the team when the opportunity arises <laughs> and thinking selfishly. This just gives us an opportunity to push uh, to push off for one week having to deal with all of the things that could go wrong. Because if we do a little side story, nothing can go wrong because timeline paradoxes, we can't fuck things up too bad this week. Procrastination is like masturbation. It feels good. <laughs> okay. I thought there was going to be more to that. No, he got the right part of it. Yeah. <laughs> so Lauren very selfishly has the Cassius disease. And I know what you're thinking. Austin, didn't you literally have the Cassius disease like two weeks ago? How can you be so mean to Lauren? And there's a key difference, which is it's very funny mm -hmm. to be mean to Lauren. It's terrible when you have it. But when somebody else has it, it's fucking hysterical. <laughs> so this week, we're going to do another prequel episode, a little character development, a little R&R. &R. You know, how people always say like, oh, I just want an episode where the people where the characters just hang out and have fun. Uh, that's this one. Nobody's going to get their brain eaten. No one's going to lose a limb. Now, this is sounding like a challenge. <laughs> yeah, I can't keep any of these promises. <laughs> also, I love that this is got to be the only audience in the world that's like, yeah, an episode where you guys just hang out and do nothing. Can you imagine if like the creator of Sopranos like, yeah, in this episode, Tony's not going to do crime or anything like that. <laughs> he just hangs around his house and watches TV and stuff. <sighs> and the fan base goes crazy. 
You say that, but there's like one of the most popular genres of fan fiction is like the coffee shop AU where like nothing yeah. bad happens and, and there are no stakes. Everyone loves the beach episode. Yeah, well, the beach episode is usually like, just an excuse to be horny. I don't think we're going to be horny this week. I can't keep that promise either. Why you do I keep, keep lying? You keep saying things, Austin, and now, <laughs> now we have to punish you. See, if we, if we do anything bad, Austin just has to go, this was the dream sequence, sorry. Yeah, there's an in-universe explanation, which is you are all still in the hive mind, remembering, you're in the memories of this adventure. So and we're not we all even... just remembered it a bit wrong. Yeah, it's like Assassin's Creed thing. You just did, you're, you became desynced. Um, <laughs> so this uh, session is going to be set after the mission on Pell 3, where Olivia lost her leg and the team recruited uh, both Ragnar and Half-Thor Grunderson. Uh, Babish is also on the team, even though he's been hiding from uh, the cameras and Dr. Adler specifically. So, so what you're saying is that when he left the kitchen, that wasn't the first time he'd left the kitchen entirely. <laughs> he peeked out before, yeah. I, I imagine that we've like passed him in the halls and totally just not acknowledged him this whole time. <laughs> If you go back and look at the footage, you you can see his shadow in several key scenes. He's just <laughs> off frame. Oh, it's like when you could see fucking little n- uh, Nibbler's shadow in the first episode of uh, Futurama. All the clues are there all along. You can figure it out, audience. I have to go back and now and edit it to have someone in the background <laughs> be like, uh, uh, this is a great plan, Captain. <laughs> just in episode one. Oh, uh, I just got sad realizing I can't, like, have an extended scene with Babish this episode because canonically it's later that I first properly meet them. Oh, that's a sad realization. I hate time travel. Uh, canonically, we shouldn't have even had Babish, so I believe your responses should be, fuck you, Austin. I'm going to have an entire fucking <laughs> monologue with Babish. We're going to talk about all of our hopes and dreams. You can't stop this. <laughs> no, we'll just have to end the episode with you all getting incredibly smashed and not remembering, so that <clears throat> later you just don't remember that you had a monologue with Babish. I'll okay, be a dialogue. Cool. cool. Um, where is Sasha right now? Good question. She's on a date with Jacqueline. They just hooked up. They did so during the um, mission on Pell Three, so they're off on a date somewhere, uh, probably on Gloria. It has the nicest restaurants, so they got dressed up. They're out. They're having a good time. Everyone else is kind of hanging out on the Snallygaster uh, when you guys get a message. What's that message? I want to ignore the message. I want to <laughs> s- I want to go outside and try to find the musician for the crew. <laughs> <laughs> I want to meet a new NPC <laughs> that we also had to have to justify. <laughs> he finds an entire mariachi band. <laughs> <laughs> that we have to explain now. Um, no, Chris, you're going to be playing Olivia during this uh, mission. If I have to, I guess. Jeez. Really, yeah, really changing, Bring me the, down. <laughs> changing the hearts and minds of the people who prefer Big Star. I really like the hustle there. <laughs> you jerk ass. <laughs> What's the message? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you guys get a message, put it up on the big screen. It is Pearl, the bionoid who just took over the Caravella family. Oh, heck, Pearl. How, what, what are you doing? Is this a is this like a static message or a call? I don't know if I should be responding to them. <laughs> yes, it's a Skype call. She's Skyping in. Okay. How, how are you doing, Pearl? How's, how's this business? All right. I'm just getting settled in here on the moon. I've uh, taken over most of the operations. We're still quashing some rebellious factions, but I think it's all going to turn out well after you cracked one of the brothers' heads open and put the other one behind bars. So thank you for that. This is is a good start. It's a good start if you're trying to establish yourself, certainly. 
It certainly is. Um, I just saw here on our space social media, which we definitely have. Spacebook. Spacebook. <laughs> it looks like all the crew of the Snallygasters is tweeting about how bored they are. Um, <laughs> I actually uh, could use your help over here on Pell 3. Do you guys have a minute just to pop over in the Snallygaster? Sure, why not? We're, we're not in any kind of time-sensitive scenario right now, and hopefully it never will be, so sure, let's go <laughs> gallivant around. We're actually moving all the stuff out of uh, Vinny's mansion. You may recall he has a palatial estate filled with all kinds of exotic alien artifacts and who knows what else. We've cleared out all his guards, but there's just this big gauche mansion out here that still has a lot of stuff. I don't know if Dreg wants any of it. If you guys could just come through and... uh. Take anything you want. That'd be super sweet. I I like that you're you're describing this as if it's a chore that you're putting <laughs> on us. But all I hear is free stuff. Take what you want. Free stuff. You're interested. Cool weird shit. Markov pickers. I want to really quickly. I want to establish that while we're on the way over, because uh, courage is the navigator. That Olivia is like watching what he does, kind of like trying to learn a little bit about what he does as a navigator. <laughs> okay, so Olivia is watching her boyfriend drive the car. Yeah, <laughs> and- yeah, I gotta explain it. Look, <laughs> I also come from somebody who's watched like navigators in things, and I'm like, I don't know what they do. So this is a way of carrying that across, teaching, teaching. That's 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 the the <laughs> lesson of the day. Courage says, "Hello, hey." Stare? <laughs> Just watching. Seeing what all the doodads do. All the dials and lovers. I'm assuming a lot of them would kill us if we just switched them radically out of control. So, seems like a good thing to just know what they do. Like, looking, you, too. <laughs> Give them like an elbow to the shoulder, like a playful one. That's when, like, an X day switches the dial, ship goes flying into a black hole. <laughs> and the Snallygaster just spins into the moon and explodes. <laughs> and he flirted to death. Every, everyone comes out of the hive mind, like, what? <laughs> how did we repress that? <laughs> uh, before we go down, um, Captain's gonna just ask Babish for a pat lunch. <laughs> uh, I made uh, bentos for. for for everyone, so um, I cut the sausages into little octopi. Hey, who's that in the kitchen? No. Uh, nobody. <laughs> nobody, don't pay attention. Babish has to keep missing Olivia in the hallway. It's like the Scooby Doo where they're going through different doors and coming out completely unrelated doors so they don't see each other. <laughs> I don't know how we can keep this up. Uh, the Stallygaster lands on Pell 3, uh, and the crew gets out and is going to go walk over to Vinny Caravella's mansion, which is standing empty. Uh, there's, like, the space croquet set out back. Uh, you find, like, some discarded uh, weapons on the lawn where guards were, like, taken by police because the whole place was raided after the bosses were taken. Um, and it stands, like, starkly empty. The front door's open, and um, it's actually starting to get dark, and uh, it's a little spooky. Oh, this isn't going to be as easy as just walk in the door, take the stuff and leave, is it? 
I don't know why it took me that long to realise, but there's probably going to be a thing that we will have to overcome. <laughs> I feel very silly. Well, Captain, you do not want to have a spooky mansion adventure. <laughs> I, I feel so silly that, like, for the first however many minutes of this episode, it's like, oh, that's nice of Austin to just give us free stuff for no consequence. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so who wants to go into the, the mansion first? I don't believe in ghosts. I don't know, go inside, even though ghosts are categorical a real yeah. thing in this world <laughs> let's let's go <laughs> all right so dr adler runs forward and kicks the door open with her metal leg <laughs> and uh, why don't you roll uh perception oh cool that's one of the things i'm not good at i rolled an 18 whatever it worked out <laughs> uh dr adler you sense something moving inside as you kick the door open but then as you look around uh you don't have dark vision do you no, unless Big Star gave me his dark vision glasses. He did not. Not in time. Fuck. Uh, Big, God damn it. Big Star is here too. You can voice him if you wish. I will pick up the Big Star slack if you want to have them talk to each other, but in, otherwise you can control. Hey, Big Star, how's it going? It's going. How are you doing? <laughs> it's going great, doctor. It's me, Big Star. <laughs> what happened to your voice? Uh, I, I have a cold. Cool. I have the Cassius disease. <laughs> it's really going around this season. We've had like three prequel episodes. <laughs> This is like that uh, Trouble with Triples Deep Space Nine crossover where they had to explain the costume changes in the Klingons. <laughs> <laughs> I only kind of know what those words mean. I've seen some Star Trek. Uh, it's kind of a deep cut, but all right. All right. What if I what if I use my my channel divinity to detect motion? Where, where do I sense this moving creature in or moving object? All right, so you use your um, imp your biotic implant to sense the movement in here, and you see something um, mo is moving from this foyer where you en entered the mansion uh, into like the living room era, a area. Why did I say era? My brain is melting. Welcome to the living room era. Okay, I'm 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 glad it is thing is in the house as opposed to my gut response, which was home alone, like a big log's going to be swinging towards the door <laughs> as we open it or something. <laughs> You think Vinny had time? He's like, oh shit, the cops are here. I have to set up all my traps. Oh no, I assume he's got them set up like regardless for if the cops try and force their way in. That was my thinking. Oh, that's an interesting thought. Uh, so what do you do, Dr. Adler? You're the first one in. You know that something's in here. Uh, I'm going to try to say in the nicest voice possible, hello. Uh-huh. Like not like a threatening or like even like a scare. Just like, you know, try to reach out. I don't know if whatever it can can speak. You do not get an immediate response, but you hear something from the living room again. I'm go check out the living room. All right. Not um, alone. Not alone. She's not. Are there any, like, footprints or anything that we can follow? Any, like, tracks that whatever it is has left? Uh, Ranger, why don't you roll survival? Survival. Do I get advantage for tracking an aberration? No. No. Okay. Well... That in and of itself tells me something, I guess. Yeah, you tricked me. Yeah, I thank you for the free information, Austin. Uh, 20 to track whatever this is. <laughs> you see very, very fresh humanoid uh, footprints in the dust here. Uh, it's not a very dusty place, but just because you rolled a 20, let's say there's just a big patch of dust here and there's a humanoid <laughs> foot footprint there. Uh, as the rest of you file into the foyer, you see Dr. Adler's going towards the living room. Yeah, Dreg's following. Um, just as a heads up, Adler, whatever's whatever's in here is humanoid. 
Um, I don't know if that's suge- that suggests that this isn't just like a big raccoon. <laughs> oh man, I should have made so, it a big raccoon. <laughs> so Maybe it's a really big cat. So, so what, whatever's in here, probably, probably a uh, 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 big. Uh, I, I'm going to hazard a guess. It's a thinking creature that's deliberately in here. Is my guess. I want to try cycling through my other languages, which would be Merfolk, Aquin, Deep Speech, and I think this is meant to be the uh, Era Croker language, but I just put it as bird talk. Uh, I'll throw in some Draconic on the off chance this is just like a very small dragon. <laughs> as Dr. Idler enters the living room, uh, quickly followed by the rest of the party, especially Dreg, who's kind of muscling to the front to protect his very tiny crewmate, uh, the lights all come on at once. Ah. Ah! <laughs> and a great shout goes up, which says, Surprise! And you see, the person that is in here is Irene, the Vidalkin. We're still on good terms with her. Yeah, she's your smooch buddy. Yeah. Uh, she recently yeah. fought Dreg in the uh, fight club and yeah. she was okay. clobbered very badly. I was going to say, when, when you say we're on good terms with her, is Leah Moira on good terms with her, or is she okay with Dreg after that? That's a good question. Maybe you should ask her. But in the meantime, uh, some noisemakers go off, and streamers come down, and you see there's balloons and a big banner that says, Happy birthday, Dreg! <gasps> what? <gasps> and you see the rest of the party, Ragnar, Babish, Big Star, Courage, and Hafthor Grunderson, uh, pull out presents. I am putting a party hat on Dreg. Um, I grab the section of bento boxes that Babish did, and I turn to Dreg and go, I brought you a present! (laughs) (laughs) Half Thor says, "Uh, Apparently y'all couldn't be trusted with the the secret party, so we kept it to ourselves. But I'm really good at keeping secrets. <laughs> well, we you just had a big whole secret blow up thing. We thought it'd be better not to include you on the big secret. It's th- people are on edge still a little bit, Doctor. That's fair. I am also good at keeping secrets. Well, you're the birthday boy. <laughs> See, I'm just realizing that this this means that Sasha decided it was more important to go on a date than to stay around for a birthday party. Ooh, throw some shade there. Uh, Pearl walks in behind you and says, "Well, no, she didn't know anything about this. It's just when." She decided to go on a date and you all were bored. We decided, I mean, Drake didn't never had a birthday before. And we just thought we'd have a, have ourselves a party and just decide. Birthday parties seem like your thing, Drake. Am I right? This is, this is your jam, huh? (laughs) Drake is very confused. He's standing there holding a pile of bento boxes in his hand (laughs) with a party hat on and Mm -hmm. just has absolutely no idea what is transpired. Has he ever experienced a birthday party full stop? Be it someone else's? It's not No, no, he's never been invited. He's never it's not a thing that he he has no idea what's happening here. He's like ready for battle, but not sure if it's necessary. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is exactly what we have discussed. We, we have discussed. Uh, I looked into your records. You do not have birthday on file. And we all said how sad it was that your family is, uh, how you say, uh, bullshit assholes. And we decided <laughs> that uh, you would be well served to have friends around you who have who celebrate you in your birth and your life and your just very large biceps. Uh, yes, as as has been mentioned many a time, we do appreciate your largeness. So it is a 
party for largeness. If that if that helps you to think about it, yes, in a way, <laughs> it is a party where we just go, "Hey, you're great. You're very sturdy. You've managed to continue existing in spite of life. Your continued <laughs> existence should be celebrated on an ongoing basis." What is a birthday but the celebration that you have yeah. <laughs> made it this far, right? You survived one more circuit of the sun. Um, so yeah, so Irene's here and Pearl is here, um, and they're going to just kind of join on the celebration with the crew. Uh, they put on some music. They start getting snacks out. Um, this They're turning uh, Vinny's old mansion into your birthday bash. Fun. <laughs> I mean, I, I, Austin, and also all the NPCs knew Drag wouldn't be into it. That's like half the fun for them. <laughs> yeah. Um, See, so, I, yeah. I can think of birthday party activities that Drag might get on all right with, like pinatas. That's basically <gasps> combat. <laughs> okay, this is fun. Yeah, this is literally what I was gonna do. It's like, let's do birthday fun activities. Pinata. What is Bli- the? Oh god, a blind drag. <laughs> <laughs> what does the pinata look like? I- I'd want to say one of the Caravella brothers, but that seems like it'd be a downer to the whole party right now. Well, and, and we've already done it. I'm trying to think what's fun for Drake to beat up. This is like the thing is, is he's he is not actually a like violent. Necessarily, he is, but that <laughs> wouldn't be his preference. Yeah, he doesn't revel in violence. He's like, yeah. A, so, it, what if it is just a big, stupid, like llama pinata? Yeah. But we tell Drag, like, hey, you hit this with the big mallet, and candy comes out. It's a birthday thing. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you defeat it in birthday combat and are rewarded with delicious rewards. With candy that I'm sure you'll enjoy. <laughs> Roll strength <laughs> to hit the pinata, Drag. All right. Uh, let's see here. Yep. Okay. I'm prepared to use a reroll if required for this. Because <laughs> Liamora is sure as heck going to be trying to cheer drag on. That's a 15 to hit the pinata. Yeah, the pinata has an AC of 10, so... <laughs> <laughs> That's a sturdy pinata. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They make him really armored. Well, it's got to be if it's a drag pinata. Uh, roll damage. Let's see if you can destroy the pinata in a single mallet swing. Okay. What, what would the... Just using the standard yeah. damage, yeah? All right. You're literally using one of Vinny's croquet mallets. <laughs> 12 damage. Yeah, you, <laughs> describe to me what you do to this poor pinata, this llama. Uh, okay, so he's got the blindfold on. He's been spun around kind of slowly because he is large and he is, you know, like a <laughs> you know, narrow foot thing. So he's shuffled around and pushed in the direction of the pinata, holding his hammer in his hands, and he just does a sort of wild swing that cleaves the center of the piñata in twain. <laughs> and candy explodes everywhere. Big Star runs up and is like, Bravo, Drake, you have annihilated your greatest yet and dispersed confectionery treasures upon all of us. Happy birthday. <laughs> that, is, that is no greater crime than withholding sweet treats Within one's body, you have defeated the enemy, and 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 their 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 uh, horde has been has been distributed to the people. Communism in action. <laughs> we we will never again see such glorious victory in this party. We will never over- overcome a greater foe. I can tell. <laughs> the, the harvest from this piñata shall feed us for many moons. Uh, so is there any other fun birthday activities you guys are doing or any conversations you want to uh, have? 
I've I've got an activity. Yeah. I I I want Babish's help to try and craft for Dreg some kind of Dreg themed birthday cocktail. Okay, Babish can definitely get you a recipe. So let's let's roll for medicine. I feel like is the mixology roll. Uh, right. Okay, that's is that okay? That's a negative. Uh, Do you want a doctor to help you out with that? <laughs> yeah, sure. Go ahead. I mean, you would have an understanding of chemistry. Uh, I botch. Can I use a reroll on that, please? <laughs> I rolled a twelve. That's not that great either. I think it's way funnier if we botch and let it ride. But okay, <laughs> let's let it go. I botched to make a, a, a birthday cocktail for drag. All right, so Laura, describe to us this horrendous, terrifying, nasty patty you, you inflict oh, no, on drag. See, I, I think the problem is the opposite. I think that this would be an amazing cocktail that is just the least drag thing possible. Like, I think this thing is, like, neon-coloured. It's sparkly. It is flashy. It has, like ice cream dunked into it like it is it is amazing but we have completely forgotten the original starting point which was this was a drag cocktail like the drag is now just the least drag cocktail you could picture okay i like that so liam iris says to babish like i want to have the best cocktail and babish is like best okay here's like a five star like the the elite the celebrities the kind of stuff they would have and drag's just like I'm a security guard. What is this? <laughs> well, and, and he doesn't drink. Well, it could be a mocktail. <laughs> yeah. See, if I'd rolled better, this well, would have be been a mocktail. mocktail, it is a mocktail. Perhaps yeah. Liam Moore has forgotten this, and now it's just... Yeah, that's the thing. It's probably alcohol. Even if you can't drink it, Drag, it's named after you. You you have... It's, 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 a, it's a part of your legacy now. It is... very bright. <laughs> and sticky. It, that 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 it is. Um, I hope that we stick together as a group. That's what I was going for. Goodness. <laughs> Half the was like, birthday. thank God there's an open bar. <laughs> if we drink these, I expect we might indeed stick, for it is tacky. Does Dreg make any attempt to drink the birthday cocktail in the slightest? Oh yeah, no, no, he'll he does. He 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 drinks it, and uh, I'm gonna make a what a Constitution roll. Yeah, yeah, okay. Come on, secretly love it. Ooh, that oh, that is a botch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you bot, so she botched to make the drink, and you botched to dr- to drink it. So what what is the outcome of this wildly failed situation? <laughs> okay, uh. <laughs> because the thing is, I was going to try and make a deception check after uh, to this to try and convince that it was acceptable. But uh, Dreg raises the uh, glass to his lips and, and actually doesn't even manage to drink it before he has a violent sneeze Aww. that sprays it. All over the pinata, all over the assembled <laughs> crowd, everybody. Um, at, at this moment, Ca- uh, Captain Melbeck will just quickly walk over to the bar and just bring over just like a black coffee and go, um, on second thoughts, the drag. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the party's popping. All our friends are here. And they're all sticky. Everyone's sticky. That's the best kind of party. It's not really a party until people are sticky. Exactly. You gotta, you gotta be sticky. Um, so I think uh, Half Thor Grunderson is going to corner Captain Melbeck and say, 
So, Captain, what's this about uh, the celebration of the Earth and all the, the spinning of the planets and so forth? Uh, are you uh, in on this tradition as well? It, it, it varies how you, uh, where you come from and where you do it. I, I'm, I'm, I celebrate a birthday generally just whenever it seems like the best party weekend is happening. <laughs> I'll tell people that's when my birthday is. Because, you know, if you just... Keep a birthday badge on hand and go into the bar. You're bound to get bought a couple of free drinks. It's a fun night. But, um, yeah, it's basically just marking the passage of time. Can be a little depressing if you think about it too hard. But, like, you know, it's a, it's an excuse to have a party and to be around people you like and to just remind yourself that everything's all right every now and then. Doesn't seem quite fair to have a celebration of the spinning of your home planet when so many of us don't have a home planet. Yeah, see, this this is the thing. This is this is why I sort of here's the thing. If it, my my thinking, if you don't have a home planet to you know track that shit with, or even if your planet just has a really long rotation around its sun, and that's just you know not going to give you enough birthdays, I think birthdays are a sort of pick when you want to have them kind of deal in my book. As long as you don't have them so often that people remember you've done them, I think it's a perfectly valid excuse to go, I'm having a party now, and everyone's obligated to come. Babish, Babish walks over to this conversation, he's like, uh, uh, on my planet, the, the, the rotation of our uh, 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 planet is very quick, so I have a birthday every, what you would call, uh, a couple weeks. It's, uh, it's, well, it's, it's lit. It's lit is what it is. Elsa, you you celebrate every one. You don't do the like you know every every fifth time around or something. Why should I get less celebrations because of a cosmic accident? No, no, I'm not saying you should get fewer <laughs> birthdays. I'm purely saying, can I get in on this? And if I start telling my people my birthday is every two weeks, will you back me up that that's like a thing? Because I don't believe people will believe me if I say it's a thing. You would be the first expatriate of my world in a number of decades it's a place everyone's trying to get away from so i'm sure the uh tourism board would be ecstatic to get your application uh if if i can get by if i can get you know fortnightly birthdays then i am more than happy to put my face on a you know on a brochure and uh, let everyone know, yeah, sure, this is where I, I live now, sure. We should uh, all apply for citizenship of my dying planet. That would be a great bonding activity. It, it, it's better than the, uh, the citizenship I have of my non-existent planet. So, you know, anything's a step up. Would you, would you rather have no planet or one where your sun... Uh, uh, turned into uh, a giant dark omen of death. Well, on the dark omen of death planet, you can at least close your eyes and still be like, yeah, I'm home. It's <laughs> fine. You know, you have you have blood to sit down on and ignore the, the terror. I guess my question is, what's the dark omen rise, dark omen set situation? Like, <laughs> is that, does that look, Nice, do I give you? <laughs> it, it has its own kind of beauty. <laughs> uh, Dark Sun is a D&D setting, by the way. Yeah. Uh, we'll do a season of Dark Sun eventually. I'm just... Ooh. Yeah. That's where the magic get crazy. 
I don't know how many cheeses I want to put in here. The thing I always think of is like, oh, Dark Sun, that's the D&D setting where the halflings are cannibals. That's the only detail <laughs> right. that I keep in my mind. Um, so, yeah, that's that's dark. <laughs> Babish is like, sorry to uh, bring the party down with all of the uh, You dark did not bring talk. the party down. You you brought up the concept of birthdays every couple of weeks. You 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 have changed the game tonight, my friend. <laughs> the birthday game done changed. Indeed, I had such a good time discovering this news. I'm going to celebrate this birthday so hard I forget that today ever happened. <laughs> and, nice. and, and unfortunately, that also means I might forget to have my birthday every two weeks, but we'll work it out at some point. Uh, I want to say something to Dragon. <clears throat> I want to walk up to Dragon and be like, so, how you enjoying the birthday, big guy? It's... Loud. Yeah, I can imagine so. And well, you don't even have Sasha here, so you know if she was here, it'd be ten times louder too. <laughs> Small mercies. Mm. Though, I do enjoy her company. Indeed. I think we all do. We all miss her right now. <laughs> can you imagine how lit this party would be if Lauren was here? I imagine there would be drugs everywhere. There'd be nugs everywhere. <laughs> Drug nugs. That's literally what they're called. That's not even a joke. <laughs> I know. I know. Can Babish cook us up some drug nugs? <laughs> Ragnar's like, I would definitely have to bust this party. Everyone is under arrest. This is a sting operation. Get in the back of the car. I should never have made friends with a cop. <laughs> this is my biggest mistake. <laughs> you cannot stay mad at me. Look how cute I am. You are incredibly cute. <laughs> Uh, nice thing about this, though, is you get to see everybody you cared enough to make sure that you had a special day. It's unusual. Courage puts several more party hats on Dreg just while you're standing there. He doesn't really know what they're for. He's just like, oh, party armor. <laughs> Austin, I've got a quick question for you. What are the stats on party armor? Uh, plus five to... Plus five against bad times. <laughs> yeah, it, it, plus ten to get, getting absolutely shit faced. Um, I I need a set of this in my inventory for future use. <laughs> uh, Olivia is going to ask Drake. So when you have your birthday, it's customary for everyone to get you something. So what do you want, big guy? I'm not gonna lie, I fucking kill it when I do party gifts. I haven't gotten to do one in a very long time, but. I was very good at giving gifts back then. It is going to be a log silence because Drake doesn't want things. Mm-hmm. You know, he's his needs are met. Like he is solid. I mean, you know, until until Olivia gets kidnapped and he has, you know, Ooh. <laughs> that's the thing. He's like, my one birthday wish is that you never get kidnapped. <laughs> that's very specific, Drake. <laughs> Oh, I've I've got a thing for drag. Yeah, I feel like most of the NPCs give you just like uh, things that are perishable or um, very because like you don't like a lot of possessions, but like you you enjoy like nice food or yeah, food and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I would imagine Captain Melbourne's gonna come up and go. Um, I made you something, and I think that you might approve of it. And she's gonna hand over just like a a little like business card size thing 
And it's a card that just says, Everyone, I'd like to be left alone for a bit right now. Please don't ask me any questions. <laughs> and just, if, if we're ever just getting a bit much, I know we can be a bit much, just flash this and we'll all just give you some space. No questions asked, no judgment. Drake looks at the card, and it takes him a while to read it. And then, before you really, like, uh, you should make, like, a perception check. Who? Me? Yeah. Okay. Uh, what is my perception? Okay, that's a, that's a positive, that's fine. Twenty! You are aware that he's about to hug you. <laughs> oh my goodness! But you're powerless to stop it. Uh, even if I had power to stop it, I wouldn't. This is this this went better than I could have planned. This is the kindest thing anyone has ever done for me. I know our energies don't always match, and we kind of clash a little bit, but I just wanted to show I do. I do get you. You know, I I get what your deal is, and I know I can be a bit much, so I, I'm glad to know that I, I did okay. See, birthdays rule, right? You get tokens where we'll leave you alone. And thank you, everyone. I am not used to having friends. Well, well here's the thing, Dreg. You're going to have to get used to it, because <laughs> we ain't going nowhere. We'll all be together. Yes, all of us together. <laughs> all of us. None of us are ever going anywhere for any reason. We're good friends. I want to start up like a chant. We'll always be together. <laughs> always together. No one ever leaves. <laughs> That's really spooky. <laughs> Wait, this is a haunted house mystery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a peal of thunder outside, all the windows rattle, and just the voice is like, no one ever leaves. <laughs> Ooh, talking house. House, are you also a musician that would like to be a part of our crew? I have an entire salsa band. But I can't fit on your shit. All right, hold on. <laughs> Persuasion check. I want to convince it to join the crew. <laughs> Damn, I botched! Third botch of the session. No, I only play here. <laughs> no! Damn it! <laughs> nah, instead, uh, while the, the big hug and everything is going on, Olivia's going to go uh, stand next to Courage, and she's going to kind of lean up against him, uh, and she's just going to say, sorry, I just need to sort of take the pressure off the leg for a little bit. Oh. But clearly she's lying. Welcome! He puts an arm around you. Red book about earth relationships oh <laughs> with one arm around you he tries to use his other arm to like brush your hair but you're a fish lady <laughs> and so he's like <laughs> his body's like contorting in a weird way because he read oh putting your arm around someone's nice playing with someone's hair is nice so both at the same time is nice and it just looks like he's trying to do like a rub your head and pat your tummy thing on you at the same time <laughs> and he's just the biggest goober my mind can't not think of him doing the Miles Morales hay move uh -huh. in a moment. <laughs> so he'll just be like, thanks, that feels great. <laughs> she's she's, she's, she's going to try to make it seem like he's doing a great job. Research. You're very smart. <laughs> you, you, you grasped everything from that book. Thanks. I don't know if there's anything left to teach you. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, master seducer. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's still a lot still going on in this party before, um, yeah. I want to go over and talk to Vavish. <laughs> no, you're not allowed. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> Chase him down to the hallway. <laughs> Who are you? No. Are you a physician who could join our crew? What what if what if if uh, Olivia agrees to get so shit faced that she also doesn't remember today, and then she can talk to Babish? I, I'll, I'll talk to I'll talk to Babish some other time, down the line. Can I have a go have a conversation with Irene? Because I've not chatted to Irene for a while. I don't think. Of course, Irene is a Vidalkin, yeah. a blue skin, six long fingers, professional fighter at the um, Fight Club. She's got it going on, and she sees you coming over, and she's like. Hey there, Smoochipotamus. Hey, cutie pie. How the heck have you been doing? I've been waiting for the right moment to challenge Drag to a rematch, but he just seems so happy. It'd feel like uh, rude to try to punch it out of him. <laughs> See, that's that's the secret, is now is the only time I, I, I think that like you, you should go for it, is because he gave a hug tonight. His defenses are down. If you're going to get the jump on him, you know... <laughs> But he's covered in spikes now. The 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 solitaire keeps putting new spikes on him. Yeah, but here's the secret: they're very flimsy spikes. Oh, it's a mind game. Indeed, they look intimidating, but like if you sneeze on them too hard, they will crumple. <laughs> All right, I'll ask him in a minute. How are you doing? Are you sticking around? Oh, I. You know me. Yeah. Sticking around's never been my deal. I. I, I I got too much going on at the moment. Oh, yeah. It's impossible to tie you down. You're such a free spirit. You never know. One of these days. One of these days, I'll just, like, find a tiny planet somewhere and just build a very big house and be like, everyone I've ever made friends with, just come move here. We'll all just live on the live on the, on the, on the planet together. It'll be lovely. But for now, I'm still, uh, I've still got places to go, people to see. I heard it before, Milvec. I'll see you later. Drag, let me punch you! <laughs> punch him slightly less hard. He gave me a hug tonight. I I, I'm, I, I don't... I, I want him to be happy. I love that punch. transition. Like, you know, just like in a, in, in a scene as like the camera passes by. Drag, let me punch you! <laughs> Would you accept her rematch invitation? Absolutely. Alright, yeah. hell yeah. So this is like Vinny's mansion where if you guys had tried to kidnap him instead of basically convincing him to come with you. There would have been like a, a huge boss fight here where the Zodar tried to crush your bones. Uh, but now it's just a empty mansion. So it's all pristine and stuff, but now it's time to mess it up in a fight. <laughs> um, roll initiative. Yeah. It's, it's only fair that because he knows he cheated last time. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Dr. Adler was taking your pain away and giving you bonuses. I got a seven. I got a 20. Irene is first. She's the conduit of precision. Precision. So she, mm-hmm. so she never misses. So she's just going to roll damage. You guys, you like push the couch out of the way, you know, set up like a fighting uh, ring in the center of the living room and everyone gathers around. The music's still playing. People are eating chips and stuff. And it's just like you guys post up in the center of the living room to start th- throwing bows. Uh, so she's going to roll damage. She's a monk, so she actually has some cool stuff I didn't get to bust out last time. I'm not going to be stingy. I'm just going to do it all right, right up front. Sure. Uh, so, let's see here. Attack, attack. That's uh, 21 damage for her first two. Mm-hmm. For her th- attack and extra attack she gets. And then flurry of blows. 
Bam. So 12. So she right off the, the she does 33 damage in the first turn. Just like pop, 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 pop. She's just, you know, she's just going ape shit on your ass. Uh, dexterity saving throw to avoid being knocked prone by her kung fu skills. Uh, 13. 13 is what you had to hit. So you keep your feet. Okay. Uh, your turn, Drag. Drag's going to use his conduit. <laughs> okay. So you're not going to cheat this time. I see. No. <laughs> but it's also not going to go down. It's it's not cheating to use his own powers. It's to let us help that's a little... She's using her conduit. Anyway, yeah, yeah no, so. I'm kidding. Fair is fair. <laughs> yeah. Is there an obvious tell? Do you like glow or anything? Or are you just like, I have decided not to lose? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, there, there would be a... Actually, the area around him would darken. Light would be absorbed in the immediate area around him. Okay, so you get a, do- a dark aura, and she starts glowing with, like, monk chi energy. You guys are both basically going super saiyan in the living room. The lights <laughs> flicker a little bit. A-, a priceless Ming vase explodes. <laughs> uh, I want to I use one of my bionic uh, hands to make sure one of the party hats that's about to fall off Drake's head stays on. Oh, you want to use your, like, uh... Yeah, my mage hand, essentially, but it's just, like, I want to biotically keep it up. Okay. <laughs> Drag, it's still your turn. First attack's a 16, second attack's a 13. 16 hits. Okay. And what the hell, since we're, you know, having fun... Uh-huh. Uh, we will add... Uh, oh, it's only 12 damage. So you get a dark aura and you run up and you punch her. She like crosses her arms to block it and she slides back a couple inches, but she looks up with like a grin on her face. Like you beat me in one move last time. This time I'm going to give you a run for your money. Um, and it's her turn again. So that is 27 damage as she does like a spinning kick to the side of your head, flips behind you, does like a bunch of cool flurry of blows to your back. She slides back between your legs. She's like doing all the coolest ninja shit she knows. She's going all out on you. And it would take him down. That would have got you? Oh, yeah. That would have got me. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Uh, But but Dreg just sort of sits hunched a little bit, breathing as these hit off of him and he doesn't really even move that much he's just taking the hits oh that's so good yeah you're tanking she's landing him like on all of your uh like pressure points all the chakram you know she knows got the acupuncture precise strikes at the the blood vessels and everything it's every cool uh anime ass technique you've ever seen and then it's just like is it my turn now (laughs) (laughs) right And it is, in fact, your turn. Okay. 23 and 19 are my attacks. Those both hit. Okay. And what the heck? Like I say, we're having fun. <laughs> That's how she's going to remember it. Yeah. Uh, so we'll just... Uh, we'll we'll do a 2d8 to each of those attacks damages as well. Oh, Lord. It does... What's that? 21. <clears throat> so it's 21 total? Uh, no, no, no. It's uh, 36 total. All right, yeah, she actually survives that. She has two health left, for the record. Uh, so you start wailing on her again, and you see she's, like, hunched over, like, breathing hard, like, <sighs> damn, this is like <laughs> fighting a brick wall. <laughs> Do you ever get tired? Yes. <laughs> um, all right, dexterity contest as she, like, flips mm-hmm. onto your shoulders and tries to choke you out on your birthday. 16. 
13. All right. She's like wrapped around your neck in like an MMA clutch, right? She has like her knees locked and she's like, this is, this is foolproof. You're going to pass out. I'm going to defeat you in the middle of the living room and make you tap out on the couch. I want to start a Drake chant. <laughs> Drake, 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 Drake. All right. She's wrapped around your, your neck, Drake, but you're not passing out. Your turn. Okay. Uh, we're going to make two more attacks. We're going to see if we can't finish this. Yeah. She has two health to remind you. 14 and 15. Nope, neither of those. Nope, neither of those hit, yeah. <laughs> nope, so you try to, like, pull her off, and she's just not coming off. She's like a boa <laughs> constrictor around your throat. Dexterity contest again, as she uh, tries to pincer the life out of your head. Ooh. 24. Oh, six. All right, so you can't be KO'd, but I think maybe you start, you, like, drop to your knees. And he's... He's unable to really breathe at this point, but he manages uh, to gasp. But we can call it a draw. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds fine, birthday boy. I'm real tired. <laughs> oh, man, she would have beat you if not for the conduit. But Yep. Oh, yeah. Easy. Uh, everyone claps. That was like a really, it was surprisingly good. Because last time you just hit her once and you you nuked her. Yeah, it was. Um, but yeah, like there's a broken coffee table. The couch is flipped. Uh, I think after the fight, she just walks over and knocks something else off a shelf. <laughs> just like, <laughs> fuck it. Pearl said I could break everything in here. And the couch is just quietly to Irene like, uh, oh, thank you for holding that for the birthday boy. <laughs> you know it. Uh, <laughs> Big Star is going around casting mending on all the broken pieces of furniture. He's like, you no true guest comes into somebody's house and leaves it in ruins. Even if that person's house was a known criminal organization member. Oh, Big Star, you big nerd. <laughs> um, Mama, Mama Star always told me, you leave the house as you came into it. Irene walks over to the doctor and says, hey, doc. I got my my face punched a bunch. Can you unpunch my bunch, my bunch? <laughs> my face? Sorry, words are hard now. I mean, it's a birthday party. And you just beat up my friend kind of off hours. <laughs> he loved <you> know? it. <laughs> nah, nah, I'll, I'll give her some healing. Thanks, Doc. Uh, but I'm also going to give over and give some to Drag. Mm-hmm. Slap him on the back afterwards. Be like, good job. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> I have a negative two to strength. It can't be that bad. <laughs> she hits very hard. All right. So after the fight, uh, and you guys pick up some of the uh, big star fixes, some of the stuff that was broken after the fight. Uh, Babish comes out of the kitchen uh, holding a big cake. Livia is going to elbow courage. Be like, who's that? <laughs> nope. Somebody walks in front of Olivia and she doesn't see Babish. <laughs> The cake is so large. It's that, like a really that... high tier cake and you can't see Babish behind it. <laughs> and someone has like a Michael Jordan standee that they're walking in front of him while he's coming out. It's like the Austin Powers movies where there's always something in front of his crotch, but something always blocking Babish from Olivia's view. So, someone found the collectible uh, Smacky Dan uh, standee in the cupboard. What would be funny to put the cake down on? There, there's like a marble bust or something that uh, that Vinny has in here which is worth like a million dollars. And Babish sets this multi-layered cake down on it. Uh, Dreg, what's your favorite flavor? I assume they tricked you into revealing this earlier. What kind uh, of cake? It's, it's probably vanilla. Okay. <laughs> this normie-ass ogre. I love him. Have What if... What 
if Drake's cute? Have we ever considered that? In what way? Is that possible? Like, I mean, I mean, he did give a very good hug this episode, and he likes just sweet little vanilla cake. I know. I'm just thinking that maybe we got him all wrong. Which maybe he's been adorable the whole time. It could be. He's also, you know, huge and growls no, a lot. So can't, can't be. He didn't like the adorable, uh, the adorable drink. Can't be that. <laughs> okay. Uh, so who wants to cut the cake? Babish has a big uh, knife, and he's like, uh, 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 "Birthday boy honors or host? I don't know how you uh, do it on your uh, planets." I don't know how it's done at all. I, I'm going to say birthday boy, I think, should 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 step up to the plate on this one. Uh, all right. Dreg's used to working with his hands normally, but he takes <laughs> oh, the I want you. I want you to punch slices out of this cake so hard right now. <laughs> oh, you can karate chop this cake into slices if you wish. I want you to just take your hand, grab a <laughs> chunk of it, slap it on a plate, and be like, thank you for coming. <laughs> Drake, do you want to roll to cut the cake with your bare hands? Yeah, let's roll to cut cake with bare hands. All right, dexterity. Okay. Or sleight of hand, if that's better. <laughs> it's not, I don't think. Okay. Uh, it's a three. <laughs> that's extremely bad. Uh, the cake botches. <laughs> the cake botches? <laughs> uh, Drake, you walk over, you raise one of your hands to cut the cake with your karate chops, and as you bring your hand down to chop it, the cake chops back. <laughs> what? Is this, is this because this is one of Babish's creations? Has he created combat cake? That's a good question. Uh, so the cake lashes out at Dreg and it tries to bite your hand, but your brass knuckles block the bite, and the cake... Stands up. Roll initiative. Okay. What the fuck is happening? Uh, Drag, this is not how this normally goes. Are we Are we all rolling initiative? Yes. 12 for me. I rolled an 18. Damn. And I have a three. It's going to be super good for all the useful things I could do. Olivia's good. Shut uh, up. 21. <laughs> all right, Captain Melbeck, it's your turn. The cake uh, st- stands up on some frosted spindly legs, and it's each of its sections uh, splits open to reveal a maw of spiny teeth. Uh, okay, so I'm going to attempt to use ensnaring strike uh, and then do an attack roll on the cake to try and, I guess, tie it up, hopefully, uh-huh. with with vines, keep it in one place. Uh, Absolutely. Okay, 14. Does 14 hit? It does. So you whip out your shotgun and you shoot the birthday cake? Um, I'm gonna shoot, like, a beanbag, one of my, like, non-lethal shots at the legs of the cake. I'm hoping to, like, you know, just knock its legs out from under it so it, it, it stops moving. Yeah, I love this. So, great, Drag, you're like, I don't need a knife, I'm gonna cut it with my karate chops. And then it tries to bite you, and Captain Melbeck, with, uh, her deadly efficient ranger reflexes, just whips the shotgun out, blasts it, uh, it shoots out the, the, the shot with the vines that explode out of it and wrap around the cake. Uh, the cake tips over, uh, icing's flying everywhere, and it starts like trying to bite through the vines, realizes it can't, and then the cake deanimates. It goes limp, it, like the top layers slide off and onto the ground, and then you see the marble bust that it was on top of uh, stand up and try to run away. Oh! Is it if anyone recognize? Is it just a random bust? It's just a marble. It's you know, it's a marble bust of a famous alien. Okay. Um. After it. Uh, 
it is now Olivia's turn. Olivia, the cake is no longer attacking. Now a marble statue is attacking. Uh, what knowledge check would I use to see if I can identify what this thing is exactly? Nature. Nature, eh? Okay. Uh, I rolled a 17. Uh, Dr. Adler, you're from Earth. You have heard of mimics before. Mmm. Nice! Uh, mimics are predators which take the form of objects to attack people who go to interact with them you've never heard of one that can move between objects like this usually a mimic is like oh it's a treasure chest it's just always a treasure chest this may be some kind of uh long lost alien cousin of the earth mimic and are they like sapient creatures that have their own culture or anything like that or are mimics just like you know shitheads in dungeons who just eat you because they can uh, they are essentially uh, trapdoor spiders in terms of intelligence. Like they, they're smart enough to plan, uh, but they're they're not sapient. They are sentient. So they're animals. You know what? For fun's sake, I'm going to try to cast hold person. All right. So I need to make a wisdom saving throw to avoid that. Yep. Against sixteen. Will it work once this season? Fifteen. Hall oh, once. All right. I the. The, the mimic is held by Olivia's biotic powers. All right. So you use your uh, biotic powers to kind of stop the statue in place. It struggles a bit and then it goes silent. It no longer struggles. And then you see uh, the carpet tries to bite. Uh, let's see here. The carpet tries to bite you, uh, Dr. Adler. Okay. Bop, 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 boop, 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 boop. 17. Yeah, it's a super hit, my good man. Uh, Dr. Adler takes six damage as a, 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 the carpet splits open to reveal a toothy maw, which bites into your uh, non-metal leg. I'm unconscious, then. You are not unconscious from six no, damage. Fuck, I'm fucking with you. Yeah, I'm, I'm aware. <laughs> it is now the Mimic's turn. It is going to uh, try to, uh, sh- let's see here, dexterity contest to yank itself out from under Dreg to make him topple over. Uh, 22 yeah oh my god i i actually crit okay so i won but you crit uh let's let's say that you keep your feet but you're gonna take a little bit of damage okay oh damn i rolled really well uh 13 damage drag the carpet rips out from under your feet you kind of tumble back into there's like uh swords crossed on the wall and you cut yourself on them but you do not lose your turn having to get up okay and it is now your turn Drag. Oh, he gonna punch that rug. <laughs> oh, wait, sorry. Okay, so it's a, a 25 and an 8. Uh, 25 hits. 8 does not. We're just gonna add 1d8 to the damage on this roll. Okay. So that would be... 18. Uh, 18 damage, Drag. You run over and you put your fist through the rug and through the floor, uh, punching it down into the basement with a mighty crunch as this uh, this building uh, reveals that there's something going on underneath it. Dun, dun, dun. All the people at this birthday party are like, oh my god, <laughs> what just happened? Someone explain. So this wasn't like a, a planned part of this surprise party that you just didn't tell us about again. You know, not keeping, not trusting us with secrets, that whole thing. Uh, Babish says, uh, uh, nope, that was a, uh, five-star, uh, award-winning vanilla cake. Frankly, some of my best work, uh, recently, uh, really, really upset that it was infected by an alien. I'm just gonna say, like, I'm just gonna say it, uh, hurts the feelings. 
Courage, who's talking? I can't see him over the standee. <laughs> uh, Courage says, uh, we secure building. Make sure doesn't escape. Uh, and so the party fans out to try to make sure that this very dangerous, uh, shifty creature does not escape into the populace. Uh, leaving the party free to go down into the basement to find the mimic. Ooh, spooky. Never split the party when there's a mimic, because the person you think you're with might be the mimic. Uh-oh. Oops. No. Oh, no. Spooky. Uh, Olivia will walk over to Dragon. She'll put a hand on his shoulder and uh, give, like, a cast cure light wounds to heal him up. Oh, thank you. Good, good. Yeah, it's your birthday. You deserve to look good. <laughs> Uh, so Dreg, uh, Dr. Adler, and Captain Melbeck go to the basement stairs down into Vinny's uh, secret. Well, actually, you don't know. The door is locked before you find out what secrets are down here. What are you going to do about that? Well, I have a negative one to slide of hand, so mm-hmm. I'm not going to be unlocking anything like that. Okay, my first attack on the door is a 14. <laughs> <laughs> all right, my second's a, a 25. There's a big padlock, and you're like, all right, so does anybody have a lockpick or some kind of wire? Ma- crunch! <laughs> and Drag just punches it off its hinges. Well, that does the job. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so the team goes down into the basement and you find that there is an entire basement here, a complex uh, with various cages and containment units that Vinny was using to keep exotic creatures. Is there one that's broken and looks about mimic sized? There sure is. Yeah, that's not a secret. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, is there an empty one that we could put a mimic back into? Uh, yeah, uh, back during the, um, Fairmont mission, uh, Dr. Eiler, you hacked into a system to put the frog Hemoth in a very similar containment unit. So that's a hundred percent an option here. Now, interestingly, are any of the, are any other creatures locked in these cages? Uh, no, it seems like, well, none that are active. It seems like they were put into cryogenic sleep. The ones that were, that are down here. So a lot of them are empty because he cycled them through, you know, took them to different, he has multiple houses on different planets and, you know, sometimes he traded them or whatever, but you aren't currently being besieged by anything else as far as you are aware. Well, do any of them look like they'd make really good musicians in a, a crew by chance <laughs> if they were woken up? You think if you open any of the other containment units, you'll be killed immediately. <laughs> <laughs> And your death won't be, like, it won't sound like music at all. Uh, no. Your, your screams will be off key. <laughs> all right. Why don't you roll investigation? 23. 23. I got a two. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Drake's like, I punched the door. You guys can handle the rest of this. <laughs> uh, Captain Melbeck and Dr. Adler sweep the basement to try to find the mimic. And I think you guys follow from the hole Dreg punched. And then you see that there was there's like marks on the ground where it possessed things and moved them. So there's like a crate that tipped over. There's a crowbar or something You're like, oh, he's been, it's been moving this way. This mimic does not like to be out of a body. It feels uh, vulnerable and it's whatever its natural state is. Um, and you trace uh, its path to a water heater that's down here. Uh, the easiest way to find out if this water heater is a mimic or not, I guess, is to, like, press one of the buttons, see if it functions as a water heater. Yep, you try that and the water heater bites you. Yeah, I thought it might. Yeah, let me see here. Uh, Melbeck, you take nine damage as it latches onto your finger. That's fair. 
But we now know where it is, and we are in, like, range of the thing that could contain it. Yeah, as long as the mimic is biting someone, we know where it is. <laughs> That's a foolproof strategy. Uh, so- yeah, so I'm just going to say, Water Heater doesn't normally have teeth. So, if it's if I can, like, hold its mouth shut around me, just keep it in bite position, does that mean it can't, like, turn back because... It's stuck having a mouth. It can't go back to not mouth state. You don't know at this point. So we'll have to do some experimenting. That Well, that's that's the strategy. Keep this thing on my hand. All right. We're still in the same initiative order. So uh, unless someone wants to do something, I'm going to keep biting you. Uh, I mean, can we try to break it off the wall? Because I assume it's connected to like the floor and the wall in some fashion, right? Absolutely. It's anchored in through all kinds of tubes and stuff. It's going to be very hard to... Get out of there. Okay. What's immediately around us? Like, what other things does it look like it could jump to if we let it jump to it? All kinds of stuff. This this basement's full of stuff. More than I can name. I said already. Like how crates, how uh, much of it is breakable? Anything's breakable. Well, when you think about like, it. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, like. Anything's breakable if you're brave enough. I mean, if Drake just, like, fucking punches half the room or whatever, can we, like direct it in one way or anything like that because i have i have a plan drag rip it off the wall yeah, it moves every time we beat the crap out of it so yeah i guess we keep going yeah uh so are we we're in initiative or yep if someone wants to take a turn take a turn and then we'll move in that order all right well then uh well Dreg's gonna gonna punch the water here all right make an attack 16 and 13 16 hits okay Seven damage. All right, so Dreg runs over, sees Milbex getting chewed on by the water heater and punches a dent into it. Uh, and it is now... Or is that... Yeah, it was your full turn, right? Yeah. And it is now uh, Melbeck's turn. Melbeck, it's chewing on your hand. Okay, so I've presumably got one hand that's free. You sure do. Yeah, I want to try and get like this thing detached from the wall. Can I try and like lean my arm with the shotgun around to try and like blow off the connectors that are keeping it held to the wall? You can do whatever you want. Yeah, let's go. Let's go with that then. Um, I guess that'd be an attack roll. Yep. First shot is a ten. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The second one is a twenty-three. Twenty-three hits. The first one, it, you shoot it with a with your shotgun. It just doesn't cut it. The second one does. Okay. So you you don't need to roll damage against the pipe. Okay. So I I blow the pipe off, and this thing is no longer connected to the wall. Hopefully. Uh, there's multiple. There's one that's running in the floor. There's one that's in the ceiling. Uh, it doesn't really matter because you, as soon as you cut one of the pipes, there's an explosion. Uh, uh, Dreg and Captain Melbeck are going to take 13 damage as the water heater explodes from the pressure uh, that the Mimic caused. Yeah. And the basement is filled with steam. In a way, Austin. Uh-huh. Yeah. Is chemical reactions not like the magic spells of the natural world. You cannot counterspell a water heater exploding. <laughs> Fuck, man. This conduit blows. <laughs> uh, the pressure of the, the water heater exploding takes out a section of the ceiling and the basement uh, begins experiencing a deluge of birthday balloons. What? <laughs> Dozens of birthday balloons that the party had filled up 
uh, and we're going to bring out later in the party. We're up on the next floor. <laughs> the water heater explodes, takes out the, the floor between them, and the basement is just, there's just a, a rain oh, no. of birthday balloons that fill up the basement. All of, every, every color of the rainbow. So we have to pop all the birthday balloons. You guys are in a basement that's filled with birthday balloons now from the floor to about chest height. And there's a mimic in here somewhere. <laughs> Jake, there's this fun birthday game where you pop as many of the balloons as you can as fast as you can. It's a proper birthday thing. It's Dr. Adler's turn. So from my knowledge check I did earlier, do I believe that a balloon that has the mimic in it would operate in the world differently than a normal balloon? Yeah, I'd say perception. Uh, how about medicine? <laughs> you always want to bargain. You always want to fucking argue. Because I'm time. a zero. I rolled a two. <laughs> yeah, you just see that there's you're in a sea of balloons. All right, well, I'm going to test my theory out. This is what science is, fucking hypothesis and shit. So I'm going to cast a spell, create water, creating 10 gallons of clean water to splash down, and I'm going to see if any balloons... Don't just, you know, do what the other ones do. If, like, one sinks deeper than the others or anything else like that. That's incredibly smart. Yeah, fuck. Chris, that gold star, one of the balloons is heavier than the others. Absolutely. All right. There we go. Yay. Let's say because the water heater exploded, too, right? So you're just adding to it. Yeah, hopefully uh, this is cool water so we don't get scalded by the hot water heater exploding. (laughs) Yeah, I like so. Yeah, this is like very dynamic, right? So the wa- the basement's filling up with water, balloons are raining down, and Doctor Adler, both to speed up the the basement filling and to keep the burns to a minimum, starts spraying water she creates a- into the into the mix. Uh, so you can see you you're spraying your water in here, trying to see which balloons react differently. One is clearly heavier, uh, but it is now Mimic's turn, and the heavier balloon uh, splits open. It has a toothy maw, and it's going to bite onto Adler's arm. I love the phrase toothy maw. I love it. 17. <laughs> that hits. What a, What if I tell you it's a miss? Then you are going to take nine damage. <sighs> Man. <laughs> uh, the rest of you see a balloon is biting Dr. Adler and it is Dreg's turn. Idea. Uh-huh. What if instead of trying to hurt the balloon, what if you just pick up Dr. Adler, <laughs> carry over to where the cage area is, yeah. and then we That's figure it out from thinking. there? Because well, he he wouldn't want to try to attack in this circumstance anyway, because it is a small thing on the small doctor. It's it's a movable thing now, so I yep. vote we just try and deceive it, and we go, oh yes, this very normal balloon. Let's go put it in the balloon <laughs> container because we know that it's a normal balloon with its very realistic balloon appearance. It doesn't speak any of your languages, but it's very funny that you say that, but it does not understand Fine. a word. Dreg, what do you do? Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I actually, Dreg's going to um, try to carry Dr. Adler mm-hmm. uh, over, well, I guess he just scoop her up. Yeah, you don't need a roll. You can throw Dr. Adler into the cage if you want to. I wasn't thinking throw. <laughs> okay. You can gently pr- place the doctor in the cage. <laughs> when you're carrying her over, Olivia's going to say, having a fun birthday. This is, um, normal. <laughs> in Markov, probably. Were you not invited to your brother's birthdays? <laughs> no. 
That's so sick. That is the rudest shit I've ever heard. That's what I was trying to get out earlier when I said, has Dreg ever been to a birthday party? I was like, he had brothers, but he wasn't treated the same as them. I was, yeah. Oh, man. All right, so you put Dr. Adler in the cage. Now, here's the issue. Only Dr. Adler knows how to work the settings to, to turn the cage on. And even if the rest of you roll for it, and you can, you'll be trapping Dr. Adler in there with a mimic. So how you, how you, what's your play? Kick it. With your metal foot. I just got it. <laughs> Big Star's going to have to make a whole new leg. Trap it in your leg. What kind of check do I use to kick a balloon that I believe was biting me in the arm? Yeah. Are you? I don't know if you're dexterous enough to pull this no, off. No, I'm not. I have a disadvantage to almost every part of that equation. <laughs> oh, I will give you all the rerolls you need for that. <laughs> What's back up? Dreg, you pick up Dr. Adler. What do you do? Dreg runs Dr. Adler over to the containment uh, unit mm -hmm. and sort of just sets her down. It's like trying to avoid the mimic itself. Yeah. Because we have it where we want it. it it's, a cur it's currently uh, a balloon that is biting into her arm. It doesn't have anything inanimate to jump into. Right. So, and then he's going to, well... Captain Melbeck, it's your turn. I'm gonna try and sleep a blast, sleep a beanbag bullet shot this thing off of the arm and into the containment unit. To be clear, a balloon is biting Dr. Adler's arm and you're gonna shoot a shotgun at it? There's not a lot of things I can do. I'm shooting, like, beanbags out of the shotgun. That's true. I'm just saying you will hit Dr. Adler, but... That's fine. You. I'll be alright. <laughs> Her life is pain. Go for it. I can't talk this thing down and I have a gun. That's 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 how I do. 17. Uh, that hits both the Mimic and Dr. Adler. Um, roll damage. I've hit Dr. Adler with a with a sleepy time, sleepy, sleepy beanbag. Mm-hmm. Nine. Nine damage to sleepy. So the force of the blast hits Olivia in the arm. She spins around, falls into the floor of the containment unit. The balloon pops because you just shot it with a shotgun. And now there is like a, a popped balloon on the floor of this thing. It cannot take over the cage. This is an anti-mimic cage. So it does not immediately jump into the cage and then eat Dr. Adler, who would be inside of it. Although that's very sick. It's a very cool thing I just imagined. Um... But you guys are on the floor, and it is Dr. Adler's turn. Dr. Adler, you just got shot in the arm, and there's a popped balloon uh, that's trying to crawl away. Uh, I want to try to get up, and I want to go over and activate that containment device. All right, roll Arcana to turn on the cage before the balloon crawls out. 22. Absolutely. Paint me a picture. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to imagine this in like a horror movie-esque scenario where it's like waking up and like the, the, the monster is like crawling towards you or something like that. Like the severed hand from Evil Dead and everything like that. <laughs> but it's just a popped balloon flopping over and <laughs> exactly and string scooting its way over and immediately takes attention out. You just get up, walk over and push a button. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, does anybody else want to say or do anything? Anybody have a one liner? This is the best birthday I've ever had. <laughs> the containment unit turns on and the mimic is trapped inside. In fact, you see it separate out uh, from the balloon uh, as soon as the, the unit's turned on. That's what it's supposed to do. Um, and the mimic in its basic form is just like a creature made out of uh, almost looks like oil or tar. It's like a black shape. 
it's basically was possessing things, but in its natural state, it doesn't seem particularly dangerous or threatening. And it's like just... the thing that ate Tasha Yar. <laughs> I get that reference. <laughs> I saw that recently. So you guys have defeated the mimic and saved Dreg's birthday. Huzzah! Who's ready Yay! for some of that cake? <laughs> Is it still edible? Uh, you just <laughs> hear Babish yell down from the first floor. Uh, uh, I can save the parts that didn't touch the ground. Uh, do you have a five-second rule in Markov? <laughs> well, it's been like four minutes, I feel like, since the cake was broken <laughs> down, but yes. Uh, seconds mean something else entirely from where I am. Wouldn't they be even shorter if your life... Well, they do have a very short lifespan, so... <laughs> yeah. time, t- time, time is weird for us. Anyway, get up here and eat cake, idiots. <laughs> I'm going to go over and heal uh, Drag and uh, Leah Moira's wounds before we go up there. Oh, thank you. Uh, you walk over and he- put your hands on them. All of you are waist deep in water and balloons here. It's a good image. Gibby's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna meet you guys upstairs in a moment, and she's gonna like lean back into the water and just kind of float for a while. She's like, I kind of like this. <laughs> See, honestly, I'm picturing it now. If you could get some, like, if you could warm that water up, you could have like balloon, jac- balloon birthday jacuzzi. Sounds like a great way to end this party. Did Did somebody say balloozy? I love a good balloozy. <laughs> Can we get a balloozy going? It's a balloon jacuzzi. Ragnar jumps from the first floor <laughs> through the hole and just into the basement that's full of warm water and balloons. If only we had a, a group of musicians on the crew. <laughs> the haunted house, which is definitely on an alive creature now, is like, yes, it is salsa time. That's not salsa. I don't. <laughs> Mariachi music. Yeah, yeah fuck. Uh, so you sure you don't want to join the crew? <laughs> I am a house. Hold on, let me try another persuasion check. Eleven. You think house as a creature is stupid, but th- in Final Fantasy VII, there are literally sentient houses that attack you. Yeah, I stopped playing the game after that. Because <laughs> you just walk through a fucking area and you're like fighting like rats and goblins, and then a fucking house with missiles attacks you. You're like, where did this shit come from? Our house is just evil in this area. It's very disorienting. <laughs> well, it's the suburbs, you see. It's a statement on urban density and how our uh, moving away from cities has actually divided us and created more separation. Uh, it all ties into the environmentalist life stream mm-hmm. themes in Final Fantasy VII. It, w- it wouldn't even be top 10 stupidest spelljammer creatures either. <laughs> um, so, yeah, now there's a jacuzzi in the basement. Uh, Babish saves as much of the cake as he can. And uh, you guys want to finish this party up and then go pick up Sasha from her date? So, Dreg, uh, parties, you on board if we do another of these for you next year? I would do this again. Maybe... less fighting? (laughs) I will be sore. Fighting is certainly not a requirement. (laughs) Next time, I bring monster. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking love courage. <laughs> Less bitey. That's fun. So we like hanging out here like the night, essentially. You, yeah, you tell me it's Dreg's birthday. This is his. This is his mansion now. Actually, I wanna go up to the captain, and I'm gonna say, you know, a party seems like a good time for us to uh, 
make good on that drinking contest we we <gasps> recommended a while back. Oh, I am so ready for this because actually before we do, I've got someone I want to introduce you to before we drink ourselves blind. <laughs> uh welcome. This is Babish. He has disappeared without a trace. <laughs> oh, well, I was hoping like, you could meet him and then forget him, but sure. Like, like a door opens and it's just the, the cutout of Michael Jordan again. You're just like, damn, man, he's gone every time. He's, he's just always floating around this party, nonstop, always off. Anyway. Wait, you mean Babish? I have not heard that name in many years. He oh. died. This very night, ten years ago. <laughs> oh well, I'm well. I'm gonna drink myself silly, so I won't remember that you told me he's dead. It's fine, as long as someone reminds me set two weekly birthdays. How good would that be if Lauren got back and I was like, no, Bob Babish was a ghost the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you guys never actually met him. Yeah. Um. Uh, so yeah, I I'm up for drinking contest. All right, no conduits. Olivia will will pass her. Oh, no conduits. Yeah. Hmm. Oh yeah, because one of one of you can re-roll, and one of you is literally immune to alcohol. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I'm assuming you're not you're not having your alcohol immunity. Yeah, I'll, I'll pass it over to Courage if we're doing it. Okay, what 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 are we rolling for this? Const Constitution. I think so. Right, that's usually the alcohol. Absolutely. Oh, uh, how good or bad is your? Uh... Constitution, like huh? many things with Olivia, that's not intelligence. Not very good. Uh, not very good for me either. Let's see what happened. Uh, I crit. <laughs> uh, Fourteen on my first drinking roll. I crit. How do we justify you out drinking the captain? <laughs> because the, her drinking is the stuff of legends that dragons tell stories of. Well, because you have the magic ability to somehow. Drink more to get less drunk. Yeah. I do love the idea that Captain Melbex has her entire personality based around spirits. And there's the one time Olivia steps up, she just crushes her effortlessly and then walks away and never mentions it again. <laughs> it's a it's real big dick energy, frankly. Yeah, I, I like the thought that we had this like away. <laughs> this wasn't a big thing that everyone was paying attention to. Uh -huh. It's just never mentioned. It's now just quiet subtext. Yeah. The captain's like, yeah. Yeah, you good. You good. The captain's like, no one will ever believe you. <laughs> Crack. Yeah. Here's the thing: when you tell this story, how how are you gonna sell this story to people? How are you gonna convince people you did it? I wouldn't want anyone to think any less of you, Captain. It stays with me. This is why we love you. And we want you to definitely be a part of our crew forever and ever with no ever leaving our <laughs> Jeez, team. Of it. <laughs> I absolutely intend to with every fiber of my being. Indeed, nothing could pull you away from us no matter what you tried. Mm -hmm. You guys are family. If you had to put one Nintendo character in your mouth, which would it be? Um. Wrong, Yoshi. So, 
<laughs> no, there's totally like this. Uh, I forget her name, but there's an Animal Crossing rhino who just looks. It's supposed to be like strawberry shortcake. Like what? She's got like whipped cream for a horn. Meringue. Yeah, meringue. Come on, her name's even food. Well, that's not even fair. She just looks edible. That's what I was saying. That's like saying the the vanilla ice cream Pokemon. I feel like you're just mad that I came up with a better answer than you. Okay, if you had to put one credit from March 2019 in your mouth, what would it be? A barking dog. That's the first credit. You can't just read the list. I have to do the music first. Well, maybe if you wouldn't hold me hostage in the credits. I'm not. They don't know about the the credits prison I've erected. They should just always assume I'm in credits jail. Okay, the music credits for March 2019 are Layton's theme, Electro Swing, an arrangement of Layton's theme, Professor Layton and the Curious Village by the Musical Ghost. Yeah, it is! She Sorry. loves Professor Layton. Where the Demon Sleeps, so an arrangement of Music Box from Silent Hill by Overclocked Remix, Spooky. and Big Shell West Bristol, an arrangement of Can't Say Goodbye to Yesterday from Metal Gear Solid 2 by Overclocked Remix. Wow, you sure know your music. <laughs> yep, reading, <laughs> reading list is the same as knowing a lot about it. So <laughs> that's what school taught me. Damn, uh, got him. Got him. Uh, executive producers. Hey, y'all. <laughs> uh, for March 2019 are a barking dog. A Bozog blew my cover too. Brent is coming for you. Is that supposed to be read like a nursery rhyme? Uh, it's clearly like a sequel movie. Like A Bozog blew my cover too. Colon. Brent, Brent is, is coming, coming for you. you. Also, you spelled coming weird, but not in like a sexy way. <laughs> calming. Calming. We can't just like dunk on our fans. <laughs> I don't think, I think they come here for us to junk. junk. Yeah, they come here for us to junk on them. <laughs> Stop it. I'm going to junk all over you. Abigail Grace. Abeleth versus Pangolin. Pangolin, Pangolin you, wins. Did you see the Pangolin video where he's like ripping that wall apart? No, but I am already proud of him. Very strong. Uh, Aftershock conduit of AOC 2024. Will she even be old enough to run in 2024? That's a good question. How old is she? She's like 27. She... Oh, good. She's not younger than me. She has to. You have to be 35 to run. Maybe it's just for Congress. Anyway, Aki Savalainen. Albert West. Aaliyah. Alex Vepra. Alice in the Purple. <gasps> An otter making cute gurgling noises as it eats. Can you recreate that for us? Uh, it's not like, no, you kind of though. Yeah, it's really good. Andrew Birmingham. Andrew Feggy. Kind of needing to give phonetic spelling itself. Joke's on you, Andrew. I'm dumb. <laughs> Joke's on you. We needed it. Andrew Grothen. Andy Harkins. Anime Jesus. Anna. Anna. Conduit of procrastination. Which one's your cat? Both. <laughs> okay. She's so she supportive. Anthony, patron of Dora. A.R. McKitty. Arachnovolt, conduit of Oscar-winning animated films and credit justice. These credits need justice. Arja Limite. Arjun de Koenig. Ashley. No, just Ashley. August Rue. Austin Shamrocksky. <laughs> Austin the Possum Refugee. I'm more of a possum than I am Irish, just for the record. That's true, you're not very Irish. Not at all, Ukrainian. Austin Yorsky, conduit of good boy itself. I try. Austin's favorite lasagna. It never occurred to me I could have a favorite lasagna. Are there different flavors? I just feel like it's like lasagna itself. Like the perfect lasagna. Oh, they're all perfect. Like all dogs are good dogs. All lasagna is good lasagna. Austin, Penelope the cat, your queen, demands you give Lauren hugs. (laughs) Okay, I do not acknowledge Penelope the cat as my regent, but I will hug. 
Thanks. Awesome, Yorski. Aw, they love you. Conduit of funk. Yeah, there's an alphabetical, so all the Austin jokes were together. It's not. I'm not that popular. It just seems like it when you put them in that order. Bow right, bitch. You can't just yell at me. Beef Swellington. <laughs> That's a really good name. We should have to acknowledge me. Beef Swellington for a minute. Uh-huh. A.K.A. Big Star. Beef Swellington, a.k.a. Big Star. Yes. Uh, BJ, conduit of miniature giant space hamsters. So hamsters. Mm-hmm. B-Ray Echo. Birth is a curse. Existence is a prison. Yo. Brady, conduit of failed murder. Just can't get it right. Brendan Williams. Brent, the guy who makes them say the really long names in the credits. Yeah, there's some competition for that. Yeah. Brett, conduit of please more weasel, please. Agreed. I'm going to try to shoehorn a weasel into every one shot. Uh, Callum, hey, please keep being excellent. Turner, thank you, Callum. You're not my real dad. Cameron Abbas. Candace, listen to Dice Funk, Starling. I, I do, do listen. <laughs> Carter Rayner. Charlie, perpetually tired gay chocolate. <laughs> Same. Chris, still bad at meme names, Walling. Oh, he tried. Christopher Charlow. Cody Jackson. Coho Bast. Condiment of cucumber itself. Conduit of flirting with Austin through credits. Do not. <laughs> Do it. It makes him so uncomfortable. Do it. Here, here, let me bring you into my mind prison for a moment. Imagine going to your friends and family and saying, this is my boyfriend. He's a podcaster. Did you feel that deep shame inside yourself? <laughs> Hopefully I've dissuaded you. <laughs> well, I'm still a catch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good joke. Kareem thinks that Smash Fiction is an excellent excellent podcast. Please listen to it. Ooh, got an advertisement here. Oh, pay me a bit. Wait, that's how they got there. Okay. <laughs> Correct. Conduit of empty carbs. Uh, is lasagna empty carbs? Yeah, probably. Counterfifth. Sierra Saldana, prophet of RN Jesus. Dawn is giving you a hug. Donning Frost. Delilah Coffin, your lord and savior. So wait, someone's said I'm their, someone's elected themselves my queen and someone's elected themselves our lord and savior. I I guess that's how you get those jobs now? I can't dispute it. I don't know enough about law. It's almost like nobody, I'm sorry I read ahead. I'm so sorry. What have you done? I didn't mean to. I just looked at my phone. What'd you do? I said some of the names. Say the next one. Dennis Bankston. Dennis Pancake Detlefson. Devin, Conduit of Evolution. Dylan L. Donnie, Conduit of Adam I Element. Dorian, Conduit of Devotion. Dr. Tao. Dr. Goatman. Dr. Oh, fuck. Dr. <laughs> Isix? Uh-huh, Dragon that. in the Server Room. Oh, you get to read the good one. Dylan and Rilla and the Dog, listening on a lazy Sunday morning, also doing D? <laughs> I don't know if they ran out of- Oh, <laughs> what's D? Uh, maybe they ran out of space, or maybe D is an exciting new drug for the makers of E. Uh, please, Austin, I need you to read the next name for me. Eat a Booty Gang, LLC. <laughs> I love it. They're going to they're gonna merge with uh, Dagger Milk Incorporated. Oh, yeah, that's a thing now. I'm hilarious. <laughs> Ebrand, warlord of the Opossum Kingdom. No wonder there's refugees. We've cracked that mystery. Einhar Johansson. Ikorin. Elderbrain, conduit of gooey... Goo, chew, chewing, banana, lama, lama, jamma. <laughs> Fuck. Elderly goose, conduit of failed attempts, but continuing regardless. Same. <laughs> Jesus. Eleanor Nanantes is Periton. 
Aline! But she changed it. Normally we'd say that because we're excited about Aline, but that- Yeah, she knew. Emma, moose isn't a dog, bird, or moose. Oh, well, Emma, (gasps) you can't- mm. Emma, is moose a cat? Is moose a heart? Uh, uh, I almost said horchig, but nobody else knows that word but me. Horchig is a fun word for hedgehog, people. Look it up. Don't look it up. I made it up. <laughs> There's nothing to look up. There's nothing to look up, but look at hedgehogs. They're great. Every every month, Emma's going to expand the list of things that moose isn't. Oh, I'm very excited to find out what moose is, though. Mm-hmm. Andigo Vendane. Erwan Lelagadek. Extellaris. Florian H. Francois V. Frank Sands. Grimlock. Graining Isaac, Conduit of Guilt. Guinevere Cummings. Guys, this has been a great season. Isaac, Conduit of Gavel, Gavel, Gavel. Thank you, Isaac. Good season. Good season. Harley Astor. You okay? Yeah. You read ahead again, I, I can tell. Stop. I'm a bad bean. Harrison Andrew. <laughs> he drawn master. Him's penis broke too, genital boo-boo. <laughs> it did break. Oh. Actually, this is genteel. Gential? That's not a word. <laughs> you know it meant genital boo. I know what Come it meant. <laughs> How do I make friends? Regards, conduit of social faux pas. Listen, if you don't break your penis, you're ahead of that person. That's true. Hunter Howland. Same hunter. <laughs> I swear, I'll get York in one with Ford's <laughs> Nate right eventually. Sorry, I cannot live up to that. I will never get it right. Listen, we record this once a month. Not a good excuse. We just no, were bad. We're bad. We're bad beans. Ian Morgan. Ingmar Gremmen. Ink the Chondra. Conduit of Ooze. Join me in the breeding pool. No. A breeding pool is a shock land from Ravnica. It's the Semic shock land. Oh, it sounds bad. It's it's good if you need green and blue mana. Nerds. Isaac, Conduit of Fist Shark Marketing. Oh, no. Does that mean you're dead? Oh, damn. <laughs> The show is dead. Ivolition. Evolution? Like someone from Evolice, the country from Final Fantasy Tactics, maybe? Okay, fine. Maybe Lauren doesn't know about stuff. Or it could be Ivolution, and that's just their name. <laughs> I'm probably wrong, but it's fine. Jade Jenkins Jolly Good. I think that's Jade's uh, weasel-themed name for the month. Is that a weasel? That's the, You didn't listen to the one shot. That's the name of the weasel from Shardpoint. I have no attention span, okay? Can't you tell by how long this credits has been going on? That's true. James Neely. Jamie, new generation. <gasps> it's a new Jamie for a new year. <laughs> new year, new Jamie. Janiac, conduit of touching the butt to defy the butt police. Now there's a butt worn out for you. Are you happy, Janiac? A bolo. Butt on the lookout. I don't know. <laughs> All butts bulletin. All butts bulletin. There we go. Okay. Jared, Golgari, Lich, little bro. So Jared is the little brother of Gerard, the former leader of the Golgari Guild. Is that what's happening in this one? Tell us later. Okay. <laughs> Jasper doing it Gibbler style or Gibbler. That's, that's from Full House. No, never watch Full House. Jesus. <laughs> I, although I somehow was managed to pull Dave Coulier's name out of my ass, but, you know. Well, he's famous. <laughs> I guess. Lauren's big timing David Coulier. He's a nerd! (laughs) Jay Logan, conduit of queerness itself. Uh, Jay ish wizard, the wizard of Jay. Jealous goddess cosplay. Jeff Clark. Jen. Jermaine D. Walls. Joanna the Wrench Witch. John Carey, not that one. John Potts. John Barnett. 
Jonathan Colton and Justin Timberlake must be recorded first of May at Joko Joko JT first of May. Yeah, it's it's trying to social media trying to get the thing to happen. Joseph Tombrello. Josie, conduit of complicated magic systems. Is that a subtweet? Are you subtweeting me? It's not that complicated. G Man Jack and Coke. Julian Phillips. Just imagine it. No, a sad owl. They did that to us last month, too. A happy owl. Much better. Yeah, just the jester. Justin, conduit of good boy itself. Cato Crit, conduit of deception. What are you up to, Cato? Critton. Caster UK. Kate, conduit of instant regret. Keller Automat. Ken, conduit of finally writing this goddamn PhD dissertation. Doing better than me, Ken. Kevin Dobbins. Killer Cotton Shiznow. Kinaku fan. Kitty Foe. Not thing. Karita. I don't know why that made me laugh. (laughs) What? Nothing. Are you being weird? No. Karita Prime. Damn it, Austin. Other Patreon creators have to read my dumb name, too. (laughs) I'm sure it's really interesting for them. They're like, what's this? What's this all about? What's this Austin person? It's like a fun scavenger hunt. Why is everyone beholden to this Austin? I bet somebody has to look at the fucking data and see how many times the word conduit suddenly appeared and they're really weirded out and they're like what the fuck what what kind of electrician motherfucker <laughs> yeah the most popular electricity podcast christina conduit of post-scarcity bozog space communism itself let me tell you ideal this is canon the bozogs are doing great i would hope so what kind of monster would have them be doing bad they're killing it out there kyle bads Vic. Lana Seawolf, Lady of Bones. Levy, the goblin dude. Lindsay Buckingham. What? Goblins. I love goblins. Goblins. Lindsay Buckingham. Lorne, March comes in like a lion and goes out like a bozog. (laughs) Kate's. So loud. Ah! (laughs) That was so cute. Loki, Loki. Luke Powers. M. Joe, or is it M. Joe? (laughs) Okay, stop objectifying Joe. The Cult of Gorfanax. Master Necromancer Extraordinaire, Kiefer Lowe. Matt Lakeets, Conduit of Steve Dave 2.0 2020. Yeah, you know what? I'd vote for him. Matthew B. Hare. Matthew Schultz. (laughs) Maximum side boob. I didn't read ahead. (laughs) (laughs) They got you. Mm -hmm. Majin. Melbent. Melissa Nielsen. Mel Tyke. Punduit. Pun, pun Fuck. Punduit of bad jokes. <laughs> I got you again. Jesus. Michael Groman. Groman? Michael Hall. Michael Minkler. Conduit of. Ah! <laughs> Midli- ah! There's a lot more A's there. Midlife Stasis. Miko from Finland. Miles Funk, the Dice Punk, and Rose. Oh, wow. Rose is such an afterthought. <laughs> I thought it was Morgan like rap. I thought it was like a and meowth. That's right. Oh, yeah, Morgan rap. Mister Willie Phoenix, Stephen Lesbian Seagull, Pooh Bear Shaker. There's just a collection of words. They're just making me say say stuff now. My Valentine is postmodern artist Cy Twombly. I don't know who that is, but I love to say Twombly. Mm-hmm. It's a famous court case too. Oh, really? I'm gonna do some googling. Nathaniel Homan. Nicholas Dominic. Nicole Woodruff. Nina Person. <laughs> I think it's just person. <laughs> but if you say like a snake, it's more fun. Okay. Notorious unemployed. Conduit of lugubrious itself. Good luck, Notorious. <gasps> no. Oi, Austin. <laughs> when I eat that ass, should I use a fork and knife? Is eat that ass like a thing I say that much? I mean, <laughs> everyone acts like it's a thing I say constantly. I feel like you say it. 
enough that okay. people notice. <laughs> uh, it's either Pal. Palais Rabjurg. Palais? Palais? Palais. Palais. Palais Rabjurg. Oh, yeah. That yeah. Paul Mullen. <laughs> no, we're not. Pixel Fool. Pruitt Holcomb. Puck, conduit of high key crushing on Austin. Let's go back. Let's once again explore the moment when you've gestured towards me and say, yeah, he podcasts for a living. And then look back at your parents and see their faces. Rain Raven. <laughs> Ra- random. 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 <laughs> conduit of would you like a hug? Yeah, obviously. Have you heard this recording? I think we're doing good, but whatever. <laughs> uh-huh. Resumi Yazura. Richard G. Coles. Robert Dakin. Robert E. Calf Baker. Condoing and putting hats on cats. Dude, keep up the fucking good work. Braver than the troops. S. Kearney, officially a nerdy person. Salad child. Salubrious Tim, conduit of safe for work, Sasha-based fan fiction. Thank you for not being horny in the credits. <laughs> so it's just Sasha going to the mall. Sasha's going. Getting boba tea. I don't know. I do love Boba Tea. Getting her nails I'm did. I'm thinking about Boba Tea. <gasps> Talon Paint. Sam Zdenowitz. Schmendrick the Magician. Last of the Red Hot Swamis, which we totally got fucking called out for not knowing. It was the last unicorn reference. Yeah, which I have not seen. I haven't seen it since I like, was a kid, so. Sean Lyons Burke. Sean the host of Funk Dunk Plays. Simmons, conduit of being correct on the first try. That's because we had no options. <laughs> Simmons. It's Simmons or what else? Think about it. Shane Sedgwick. Shane Ware, conduit of kink shame, but kink, kink same? same? Yeah, I mean, that's a mood. <laughs> Shocking Link, Yeater of Worlds. No, that's the villain for next season. Spoilers. Oh no, the future. <laughs> Foolish heroes, I will yeet all worlds. <laughs> Sir Octopus. Conduit of chivalry cephalopods. Socialism is party cohesion plus Soviet power. I don't know if that's going to fit on my bumper sticker. But you can make any bumper skip. Bumper skipper. We have just mouth poisoning. <laughs> mouth bad today. Squid cap, the conduit of skitch.bandcamp.com itself. Imagine if your superpower is only going to one URL. That's like not even right. Well, that one's probably right. But whatever we say, it's not right. <laughs> Stefan Latour. Stefan Latour. Stefan. 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 Sid- Sydney Marsing. Sydney Marsing. <laughs> there, conduit of feeling bloated from eating too much bread. Ben there. The cast of Dungeons the Gathering. The Hansels. The murderous penguin who secretly lives in your sock drawer. I call him Walnut. Pablo. You call everything Pablo. No, okay, you just say that every time. Because <laughs> you do it every pug. time. No, I named my little penguin Pablo, and then there's also a pug that I enjoy named Pablo. And there's a thing in next season that's named Pablo, isn't there? That's Gustav. Oh, that's a fun spoiler for everyone. Yeah, but they're not going to know. The precursor. They don't know what I'm up to. The Unitarian Universalist Congregation of Marietta, Georgia. Tim Lutton. Tito Golden Tickets to Heaven Watts? Toby Gleason Stack. Toshiro Kuro, editor of Attack on Dice. Trace Marzing. Transient Passerby. Trevor S., conduit of car flipping itself. That does not sound safe. It sounds cool, though. Yeah, it does sound dope. Shaneus, Shard Points Professor of Astrophysics. I think Skitch writes all these down for world building, so if you want to claim a class, get in here, everyone. 
Vigar Arnston. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My brain just stopped working for a minute. Victoria Melito. Oh, shit. Vinny, conduit of sleepy bitch disease. I got you, Vinny. Vizzy Huggles. Keep up the great work, y'all. Wait, this name appears on everything I patronize. Uh-huh. Water. Wow. Conduit of electricity and fish. Wait. Did your brain just explode? My brain just exploded. Because there's fish in there, and also it conducts electricity. It do be like that. Zephosaurus. Yam. <laughs> She's just going to do the rest of them. Zach Crenshaw. Uh-huh. Z, 2, 3, 6, 1, 9, or 23, 6, 19. Who cares? I care. I'm sorry, <laughs> Z. Conduit of ambiguous number sequences. At least Z knows what's up. All right. I guess we're done with the credits. Let me check our timer. Let's see if we got that in a tight 10 minutes. Ah! I mean, it's better than like the what? The hour we did last time. <gasps> All right. So everyone on the show needs to be supported. You can find Chris at Weekly Manga Recap. Patreon.com slash. Rolo T. Patreon.com slash Weekly Manga Recap. Uh, Laura. Laura K. Buzz. Everywhere. Kotaku.co.uk. Also there. Uh, Conrad does a lot of stuff. He's a very fancy boy. Boston's Favorite Son, his new podcast. And of course. At Comrade Zimmerman on Twitter. You can find Lauren at Rargolicious, which no one knows how to spell. Don't try. Uh, but if you look up Dice Funk, you'll find me. I'm around. I'm at Austin Yorsky, patreon.com slash Austin Yorsky. That's how you get into the credits we just read. It's quite a list. It's all the cool people are doing but it. Do you want to be in the credits we just read? Every month we wake up, with sharpen our knives, get ready to butcher some names. I almost started doing the psycho music. We've wrapped a sketch. Sketch.bandcamp.com slash sketch. Just sketch.bandcamp slash sketch.camp.band.com.org.edu slash sketch.gov.net. Uh, you should find the podcast and you should like it and you should rate it. You should give it five stars. You should comment. You should tell your friends. Tell your dog. Tell your friend's dog. Tell your dog's friends. But only leave comments if they're nice, please. I'm very fragile. <laughs> what else? Anything else? Uh, pet all the dogs. Fuck capitalism. Brush your teeth. Go to bed. I'm your mom now, everyone. <laughs>